Welcome to We Drink and We Farm Things. This is the farm comedy podcast that is an adult happy hour for the farming community. We drink adult beverages, talk about the ups and downs of farming things, and give zero clucks about not having the perfect farm life. We keep it real with you and share the mistakes we've made and what we've learned so you can feel less alone in this farm thing. We drink things, we farm things, we drink and farm things. Oh, hey there, Sam. Oh, hey there, Bev. Thing is the size of my head. <laughs> Whoa. Oh my gosh, what is that? So I believe this is called a crowler. Not a growler. Yes, yes, that is. It's a crowler. <laughs> and this is Blake's Brewing Company. So Blake's Cider Mill actually does beer too, or I should say Blake's Farm. So this is back 40. It's a lager, and it's 4.6%. You guys can't see it on the YouTube. But yeah, this is huge. My husband, he drives everywhere on like the east side of the state for work, goes into people's houses. It's like my nightmare of a job. But he does it, and he likes it. <laughs> but he was super close to Armada, and I'm like, can you stop at Blake's, please? <laughs> $140 later, he brought home so much stuff. Oh my gosh. But we'll be stocked for a while. So I'll be drinking a lot of Blake's on the podcast. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yes. Yeah. I don't think we can walk out of a brewery for less than $100 either. Because mm-hmm. like by the time you buy a couple six packs and maybe a growler or a crowler or two, and then we usually drink one at the bar while we're there too. Like, let's face it. Yes. You got a taste <laughs> test. Yeah, before you buy it in a crowler yes. or growler. Yes. <laughs> I think crowler is just like can growler. That makes sense. That's what that means. Yeah, crowler. Yeah, it does, does make doesn't a lot it? Of sense. Yeah. But what are you drinking today? So I am enjoying my signature beverage, oh. which is just coffee nowadays. <laughs> I feel like maybe you should start growing coffee beans. Like, can you grow coffee beans in Zone 6? So you can indoors. And in fact, I did grow coffee last year or the year before that, but I didn't take good enough care of them and they died. But I might go try to get some more seeds and try again. But actually, MI Gardener has a whole series on his YouTube channel about how he grew coffee in Michigan. Oh, dang. And he like harvested it and roasted it and ground it and all that. So it's totally possible. But I think it took like five years, if I remember right. Oh, <laughs> so it was like it was like one of those like long haul YouTube things. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> well I might have to go down that rabbit hole. Yeah. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, go give it a try. Uh we'll see if we can find a link to that yeah. to put in the show notes to this. Yeah. But welcome to the dive bar. Yes. So excited. Oh, me too. What are we talking about today, Sam? So actually, before we jump in, I do want to give a shout out to our drink sponsor, Mm. Katie. Darn it. Sticky Holler Farms. (laughs) No, I'm kind of glad because usually you just lead right into it. So I'm glad I get to give Katie a shout out today. (laughs) That's right. Thanks, Katie. Cheers. Cheers. And the reason why I'm drinking beer today is because we're going to talk about hops again. But this time we're going to talk about what to use hops for outside of beer. And that is why this is a dive bar. Because recently we talked about growing hops and harvesting hops. And today we're going to talk about what you can do with hops if you're not ready to do the whole 
home brewing thing or you don't want to sell them, which is totally me right now because we just harvested, harvested, <laughs> harvested <laughs> our first round of hops yesterday. So by the time this drops two or three days ago. So yeah. So what the heck am I going to do with these? I don't know. But we're going to talk about what I could do today. Yeah, and it's good to know that there are options because getting all of the stuff you need for home brewing is actually quite a big undertaking. You need a lot of equipment for it, and you have to be willing to give up a space to allow your home brew to finish its fermentation process. For us, we did that once when we lived in Phoenix, and we just locked off a whole bathroom. Oh my that was what we did. <laughs> I mean, now here in this house, we could put it in the basement because right. we have a place that's like the perfect temperature for it, but we did not have that in Phoenix. So we just locked a bathroom from the outside, you know, like held onto the key so that no one went in there and accidentally disturbed it. And that was that. But wow. we had to give up a bathroom for like a month. <laughs> wow. That's some dedication to your home brewing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we don't do anything like halfway. Anytime we like get into something, it's like whole ass into it. Whole, your whole ass, <laughs> all of the balls. Yeah. We don't half ass anything. It's the whole, it's the whole thing. It's the whole ass. <laughs> hey, that's the way to go. Yeah. <laughs> so I got a lot of these ideas that we're going to talk about today from learning to homebrew.com which is ironic because it's like everything to not homebrew, but great resource <laughs> out there, but you can like Google around and get a lot of different ideas. But I found a lot of these interesting. So we'll just hop right in. <laughs> there we go. That's actually better than diving yeah. right in on this one, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So one of the things you can do with hops that I was very surprised about and kind of want to try is you can steep hops and other ingredients to make tea. Ooh, yes. what kind of ingredients can you put in with them to make tea? Do you know? So you can add sweeteners like honey, cream, whatever your preference is there, or you can add in other flavors like citrus, chamomile, lemon, ginger, or herbs, such Ooh. as lavender, which I also have. Ha! Hey! Yes. I'll be sending you a baggie of chamomile to put with Ooh. your hops, because I have some dried chamomile that I can share, so you have to let me know how that is. Yeah, we'll have to try that. <laughs> Maybe I'll send you some hops. We can do like an exchange. Yes. Ah. And then we can drink our hop tea on the podcast. Yes. All right. So since you probably aren't really a tea maker, for those of you listening, if you are, um, give us all your tips. But you want to choose a variety of hops that's a little less bigger. And the article points out that you should try Fuggles, Fugles, Fuggles, or Willamette. It looks like Fuggles yeah, to me. Fuggles. <laughs> I actually grew Willamette hops, and they do smell freaking delicious oh. and not as aggressive as my Cascade hops. So I will mm -hmm. hopefully have enough parsed out that I can do that separately. But what you'll want to do just for the hot part is take a quarter of an ounce per cup of tea to a tea ball or a strainer, heat your water, place the hops holder in it, and steep for a few minutes. That's all you gotta do. It's so easy. Ta-da! Ta-da! <laughs> and that's how you make tea. You're welcome. How you make tea, yes. 
<laughs> little homework assignment for for us to exchange herbs through the USPS <laughs> and make tea. And make some tea. Yeah. Do you have a good tea strainer, like a reusable tea strainer? Uh, I think I have a thermos that has one. But I'm not sure where the lid is. Oh, okay. Like built into it. Yeah, I'm not sure where the lid is, which is the story of my life with all of my travel mug type vessels. But I do have like a tea ball thing too. And a tea oh, okay, and a perfect. tea racks. That's a little dinosaur. Ooh. <laughs> I have a Loch Ness monster. Aww. Yeah, mine's like a little tiny Loch Ness monster that like fits tea in it. it. Is. <laughs> so we have we have the the tools to be successful with tea making. Yeah. I like it. What's next? What's the next thing we can do? So the next thing you can do is make a dream pillow with hops. Oh, sounds dreamy. Yes. <laughs> so what is a dream pillow, you may be asking? It's essentially just dry, crushed herbs mixed together, added to a fine muslin bag, and then placed inside a pillowcase on top of your regular pillow. And the fragrance is going to come okay. through the pillowcase material, and you will have a pleasing aroma to comfort you all night. And I did do some more research on this because I was like, that's weird. It, but it's a thing, like, back in the day, to treat insomnia, they used to crush up hops and other herbs into these dream pillows oh. to help people sleep. So this is a thing. I don't know if I'm personally going to try this, but I don't know. Maybe if I'm feeling not so sleepy, like I was last night, which is random for me, maybe I'll just put some hops and lavender in my hand and just do one of these and see if that, you know, works out for me. <laughs> It's actually a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> so if anybody's ever done this before, I'd be super interested in hearing how that went for you. Yeah. Yeah, I am too. I feel like I've heard that about hops before though. So I'm not surprised. And aromatherapy is like a whole thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, sometimes when I drink beer, it makes me sleepy, but that's probably different. <laughs> Only if it's not too much. Only if it's not too much beer. Otherwise you get the spins and then you can't sleep. <laughs> I haven't had the spins in ages, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, I haven't either. I'm perfectly fine yes. with that. So another thing you can do feels like a nod to sourdough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because I know a lot of you probably dove into that with me during the throws, the early throws of the pandemic anyways. But you can actually make soft hop yeast. For bread making. Ooh. Yes. Very interesting. That sounds delicious, actually. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about it, but it piques my interest to the point where I might try it, because why the heck not? Yeah, for sure. So this is actually good for people that are allergic to baker's yeast, which is used in most bread. So oh. if you have an issue with that, maybe hop yeast is the way to go. Uh, fortunately, these types of baker's yeast allergies can likely benefit from making a simple hop yeast at home. And the yeast can then be mm. used as a replacement for traditional baker's yeast in almost every bread recipe. That's awesome. It's a miracle. <laughs> it is. It's a hoppy miracle. 
So what's the next thing we can do with hops? So the next thing you can do is eat them. How strange, right? Hmm. Because if you're in your garden and you have hops and you're about to harvest them, when you harvest them, you want to harvest them when they're like, kind of feel like paper. So it's not something I would want to just straight up put into my mouth. But (laughs) the article recommends that you can eat them like asparagus, which probably means slather them in a bunch of yummy fats. Like butter. Yes. Oh, I love butter. <laughs> or bacon. <laughs> or bacon. <laughs> bacon wrap hops. Ooh. Yeah. Huh, I think we're on to something there. Yes. So the article says that hops are known <laughs> to be poor man's asparagus because you can actually oh. cut young hop shoots and use them just like you would asparagus. So this is a little different than waiting until they're ready to harvest and you can saute steam or fry hop shoots as a unique new side dish at your dinner table so i feel like that might require some pinteresting (laughs) to figure out yeah the best way to do that when to harvest how to harvest what part of the plant exactly you want to eat what part you want to avoid so definitely need some more research on that but very interesting that you can eat that if you're in a bind yeah (laughs) It does sound interesting. I would give that a try, though. I mean, like, you know, we forage stuff mm-hmm. and find interesting things, like, from the garden to eat. Like, for example, radishes. You can oh, let yeah. them grow into the pods. Like, so you leave the radish in. You don't oh. harvest it. You let the top grow into the little pods, and you can harvest those pods and saute them, like, into oh. a stir fry. And they're supposed to add something cool to them. So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I like it. That's fun. So this next thing is probably the thing I'm going to end up doing with most of them. You can use hops to make hot processed soap. Ooh. And at least my Facebook ads show me it a lot. But there's a lot of beer, I don't want to say flavored, fragrant (laughs) soaps out there like IPA. Don't eat it. Yeah. But Matt actually got one that smells like a beer recently from, I think he got it from Tractor Supply, but I'd seen ads for it before and it actually smells really good. Oh. So you can make a hot process soap with this. I found some Pinterest articles that you can use like the melt and pour base soap Mm -hmm. and do add-ins. So that's probably what I'm going to do just because I don't want to deal with lye and all that stuff right now. To start, yeah. Yeah. So you can buy Melt and Pour off of Amazon. You can buy it off Hobby Lobby. You can buy it from a lot of different places. So I'll probably just do that and mix it in with things like lavender or a citrus essential oil and just, you know, everybody's going to get hop soap for Christmas this year. That might be what's happening. <laughs> well, and what would be really cool too is if you... Pour them into, so you can pour them into molds and then sprinkle like some dried hops and lavender and stuff to the back to like make them look all fancy. Or if it's the kind of mountain pour that you can put into the big soap block, you can sprinkle it all Mm -hmm. over the top and then cut the chunks and it'll have all the fancy stuff on the top. I always love soap like that. And I'm always willing to pay more for soap like that too, just because I think it's neat. (laughs) It feels fancy. It does. And the other thing, I did not grow loofah this year. I will next year. Oh, but... I grew loofah. Ooh. And I saw that Katie grew loofah too. She did. Yeah. Our drink sponsor slash teammate. 
but you can buy loofah slices off of Amazon where it's already pre-sliced for you. So I might oh. even get that and just like stick it in there too. Cause I love me a soap bar with a loofah slice in it. Oh. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> yeah. It like exfoliates while you're yes. feeling all fancy with your fancy smelling soap. <laughs> yes. I mean, look, you have to make everyday showers just feel like a spa day, right? I mean, I mean it's called self-care. I mean, are you really living life if you don't have bougie-ass soap to wash your whole ass with? No, because that's the only <laughs> kind of soap I use nowadays. Like, I'm just like, you know what? Farm work is hard. Life is hard. I deserve nice soap while I'm showering. Yes. <laughs> to wash all the goat stink off, off of ourselves. Yes. Uh, yeah. It's true. And honestly, like, I think I showered three times yesterday. I shower a lot this time of year just because, like, you know, you go out in the morning and work and then you're like, I can't sit on any of my furniture like this. So you shower off and then you go back out and do something later and you're like, dang it. (laughs) Again. (laughs) I'm soaked again. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. If you're still feeding your flock mealworms, listen up. With Grublies, you can give your chickens all of that protein for their feathers, plus 50 times more calcium for their eggs. So say goodbye to throwing handfuls of made-in-China mealworms to your chickens, and hello to a happier, healthier flock with Grubly Farms Grublies, the official chicken snack of the Drink and Farm podcast. Grubly now has World Harvest Grublies, which are grown all over the world, but still never in China. They also have the original Grublies and they have feed. Talk about a one-stop shop for feed and healthy chicken snacks. So head on over to grublyfarms.com and use code FARM15 to get 15% off your first order. Okay, something else you can do is infuse hops into salad dressings and sauces. Oh, I bet that's actually really good. Yes, I agree. I feel like it, in this article, they talk about making like a vinaigrette. Yeah. So using like a cascade hop, which is a little more aggressive than like a Willamette, or you can use a Centennial. You put it in a small bottle of cider vinegar and let it just sit for a week. And then ta-da, you have dressing. Oh, that actually sounds yes. really delicious. I'm going to have to yeah. try that. Yeah. Maybe I'll just send you, like, a bag. Yeah, I need you to send me, like, a small bag of hops. Yes. <laughs> and next year, Jared and I will grow some hops because we've got some garden space to use up. <laughs> yeah. You can also simmer hop flowers in stews or sprinkle into savory dishes. One way that you can use them is to pull a few petals off of the hop flower and just add them into a soup, stew, or chili. Oh. Petals will provide some bitterness along with that unique aroma and flavor. So you got to be careful. So maybe just add like sprinkle, do a little taste test, add a little sprinkle to a taste test because you don't want it to like overpower your, you know, oregano or basil or whatever else is in there. So proceed with caution. But if you're feeling a little wild, just give it a sprinkle. (laughs) I mean, you can always add more, but you can't take it out once you put it in. So you can't take it back. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Another thing you can do is use hops as floral decorations in your home or outdoors. Because they vine like crazy. And it's amazing how strong the vines are. Just even trying to cut them back yesterday was like, holy crap. (laughs) 
<laughs> so you can do that. You just got to be careful because as we talked about in the harvest episode that we talked about for hops a couple months ago, it's not good for dogs to get a oh, hold of hops. That's it's, right. It seems like it's very breed specific, but just kind of better safe than sorry. So if you're doing that, keep the dogs out of it or just do it if you don't have dogs. Now, I can't speak to cats, but Felix, one of our barn cats, was very helpful with it yesterday. And he was all up in our business while we were doing hop harvest, but he left the actual hops alone. So oh. I wonder if he just doesn't like how it smells. Probably. I mean, they're pretty strong smelling. Yeah. But then again, cats really love catnip, so and that's pretty strong smelling yes, too. That is true. So you can also add hops just to your garden wall or fence. Like just because you have hops growing doesn't mean you have to do anything with them. You could love just that. let them <laughs> rot out and fall. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> low maintenance. Sometimes you want something to grow just because you enjoy it while it's in its growth phase. I mean, that's essentially what flowers and stuff mm-hmm. are, right? So yeah. yeah, nothing wrong with that. Just grow it for decoration. And in fact, you gave me an idea. Next year, I might put the hops on the chicken coops instead of the oh. loofah. And then I'll put the loofah on a sturdier bigger trellis because I'm going to replace all my trellises this winter with the hog panel ones. I didn't have any hog panels and I don't know why I didn't just go buy some, but I had like fencing material and stuff like that. So that's what I use. And it turns out that stuff is just not strong enough. <laughs> for the, for the tower. I have a tower that's like collapsed in with uh, cow peas and green beans oh that have just gotten God. so heavy. It's like collapsed. So you can't walk under it anymore. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but the panels will be stronger and they'll be able to handle the loofahs because like um, our loofahs are like the size of baseball bats. I mean, they're giant. They're so big. There's just a handful of them, but on a bigger trellis, I'd probably get more out of them. Mm -hmm. And the small, the small trellising of the chicken coops is perfect for hops. So yeah, they take over though. They get wild, but it's a lot of fun. (laughs) Nice. <laughs> they might just like crawl like up your coop. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, can. I mean that's basically what the loop is doing. I need to take a picture of that. That's where I'll take Ugh. this drink picture at because it's pretty wild looking. <laughs> nice. All right, so there. Those are the ideas that we present to you today. If you have hops and you don't want to brew beer, so if you've done any of this or have any other ideas, please drop those in our Facebook group. We drink and we yeah. farm things. We would love to hear your experiences and maybe even share it as follow-up in a future episode, too, so we can share the knowledge with others. That's right. So just some housekeeping items for today. If you're listening or watching us on the YouTube, smash that subscribe button. As yes, the YouTubers say, <laughs> I heard a YouTuber say it, and I was like, Oh, it is a thing. Okay, that's what Bev's <laughs> talking about. Yeah, I don't ever watch YouTube really, I only know it because my son has been making YouTube videos, and so that's what he says. Like, we can hear it echoing through the house. So, smash that subscribe button. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> so depending on your preference, you can smash it, you can lightly tap it. We're not gonna yeah. judge you. Bottom line, we we just like it that you like us enough to hit that button. Yeah. In whatever manner you'd like. <laughs> and if you're listening to us on a podcast, please download the episode when you listen because this helps more listeners like you find us. 
Yes, it does. And be sure and leave us a review. If you leave us a review over on Apple Podcasts, we will read that review on one of the regularly scheduled episodes, and you'll get entered into a drawing to win a super fancy coffee mug. And in fact, maybe one of these days I'll uh, drink my coffee out of it on the mm-hmm. podcast so you can check it out and see it, even if you haven't gotten one yet. <laughs> Ooh, I like it. And if you're listening to us or watching us and you're on Instagram, you can share the fact that you're listening to us or watching us and tag at Drink and Farm. We're going to send you a promo code just for that episode when you do that. So you can get percentage off in our shop. And we have all kinds of fun stuff in there with the seasonal change coming up. I anticipate that we'll get some cozy stuff in there like hoodies and long sleeves. Oh, um, so yes. stay tuned for that. So that's it. That's all we got about hops. That's it. We're going to hop on out of here now. (laughs) (laughs) Hop on to our next episode. Yes. (laughs) Go, go, go. All right. Until next time. Drink. Farm. And give zero clucks. Bye, guys. We drink things. We farm things. We drink and farm things. It's not too late to put in your 2021 poultry order with My Pet Chicken. My Pet Chicken offers a variety of chicks, ducklings, and goslings, as well as hatching eggs and everything else you could possibly need to raise your feathered friends. We absolutely love that we can put together our dream flocks without a per breed minimum. So let your crazy chicken dreams come true by going to mypetchicken.com slash drinkandfarm to order. When you use that specific link, it lets my pet chicken know we sent you and it helps support the podcast.